Welcome to Food Fight, the food podcast where we debate food topics despite having no real culinary knowledge, yet we still defend our uneducated opinions to the death. I'm your host, Kirk Pinchon. I am your other host, Lindsay Gentile. And each week we take one single food theme and dissect it, discuss it, and debate it within an inch of its life. We offer no answers nor solutions to these food dilemmas, only more chaos. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Kirk. Do you want to hear the results of the poll that we did on our Instagram page called Yummy? I thought you would never ask. That's the right answer. Thank you for playing along. Um, (laughs) So last week we did uh, candy and we had a discussion, you and I, about Red Vines versus Twizzlers. And you and I both decided that Twizzlers Twizzlers were wonderful. Red Vines were garbage, correct? Garbage, yes. Straight garbage. So I decided to ask uh, our fans on our yummy Instagram page. We took a poll. What's better, Red Vines or Twizzlers? The results are in. Before I give you said results, what do you think it's going to be? I think everyone's going to think Red Vines are garbage. Okay, do you think it's going to be uh, a landslide? Do you think it's going to be a crushing? Landslide, like 97% Twizzlers, 3% yeah. Red Vines. Wow, that's some hatred for some Red Vines right there. Uh, well, you are partially right. It Twizzlers dunked on Red Vines. Woo! Yeah, not as much as you thought, but still, it's it's pretty embarrassing. Twizzlers won easily. 74% of you said Twizzlers. Yes. 26% said Red Vines. So that is interesting. I honestly thought it was going to be closer. For some reason, there's a very vocal minority about Red Vines, and and they ride hard for Red Vines. So I thought it was going to be a little closer. Um, But it was a a -a dunk-a-thon. Red Vines got dunked on. So you were right. I'm proud to be a part of this podcast where the listeners would much rather prefer Twizzlers. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be interesting if Red Vines won and you were like, yeah, I can't be part of this anymore. I would. I would be like, I got to I gotta bow out of this. Sorry, I don't think we're on the same page here, guys. We're, we're not in tune. We can't have it. Nope. Uh, but Twizzlers, Twizzlers won. And this will make you maybe appreciate it even more. I forgot uh, there was a story Way back when in February, you know, the before times where um, during the basketball season, LeBron James, uh, towards the end of the game, the Lakers were already uh, with victors of the game. And so he was on the bench and he had a piece of uh, licorice in his mouth at the end of the game. And everyone was like, what is that? Is that a Twizzler? Is that a red vine? Is that a Twizzler? Is it a red vine? And he went on Instagram and he's like, I like red vines, but I ride or die with Twizzlers. It was a Twizzler. Yes. So even LeBron James loves Twizzlers. There we go. Yeah. I can't wait for him to get on our show and we'll talk about Twizzlers with him. It's going to happen. Sounds great. Yes. So we'll be doing these polls every week. So if you're interested, look out for those polls on our Instagram Yummy page. You can also look out for them on our Facebook Yummy page. They'll be there every Tuesday morning. Vote and we'll uh, give you the results the following episode. Awesome. But right now, we're done with candy. Candy's done. Let's get into the main topic. And that main topic is pasta. 
Hmm. Now, do you know uh, a friend of mine who is uh, British says pasta. Pasta? Pasta. 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 But she says it in a British accent, so it sounds good. Hmm. But I'm wondering, it sounds stupid as I say it, right? Yeah, totally dumb. I mean, you didn't have to agree that fast. You could have been like, that's not bad, but I mean, yeah. No, but I was already thinking it before you said it. (laughs) Okay, thanks. (laughs) So, yeah, we're talking pasta. Uh, Very excited. Who doesn't love pasta? I don't know. I mean, actually, there was a girl... On the last season of Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> okay, hang on a second. So that, I actually know there is someone that doesn't like pasta. That statement is Lindsay as fuck. <laughs> and I forget her name because I don't really watch that show, but I caught like a couple of episodes last season in my boredom. Mm-hmm. And because um, it was during quarantine and she said that she doesn't eat like doesn't like pasta doesn't eat pasta like never had it before won't touch it ew that person's gross like i can understand if you're like i don't eat pasta i'm trying not to eat carbs i'm just watching what i eat and pasta is just I'm, i gotta i gotta stay away from pasta but if you're generally like yeah pasta's not my thing then fuck off. Yeah, it's so weird. It's yeah, so weird. There's no reason. There no. is no reason. No reason. So we're talking pasta, not pasta. Uh, did you know that in Italy, pasta is eaten alone? It's not a side dish. What do you mean it's not a side dish? You don't eat it with another. You don't eat it as a part of a meal. It's its own thing. Yes, I eat it like that all the time. Do you eat it as a side dish? Every time I order Italian food where it comes with like a side of pasta, I'd rather have vegetables. I either want a nice big bowl of pasta or Mm -hmm. a plate of pasta or the chicken parm or the lasagna sitch. I don't want, or the lasagna is pasta, but I don't want, it fills you up too much for the actual meal. So I'll eat either the meal and take home the pasta. I eat pasta pretty much alone. Okay. Oh, so you are fancy Italian girl. Well, um, I am Italian too, so. Are you? Yeah. Ah, look at that. Ah, see, things we learn. That's wonderful. Um, then, speaking of, riddle me this, mm. uh, Italian woman. Mm. When eating pasta, do you use a knife and fork, twirl it with your fork, or do you twirl it with your fork with the help of a spoon? Which one do you do? Okay, so my Italian family just mm-hmm. twirls it with a fork. Uh-huh. But in my old age, I love the fork to the spoon situation. It's such a fun way to eat pasta. Interesting. Okay, I'm a I'm a toilet with your fork guy. Um I don't really I never really used it with the spoon. Interesting. To me, the spoon seems more work. It is, but you get this perfect bite of pasta. It's like nothing's going anywhere but in your mouth. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wonderfully put. Um, But (laughs) you just broke me. (laughs) So what about, so, so you don't twirl it with your fork. You think it's better, you get a better bite with a spoon and you no, don't you're think. S- 
you're still twirling. You're just adding. It's it makes it such a beautiful little ball. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shot because I've always twirled it with your fork. I was I always thought that's the proper way to do it. I was told. I guess a spoon is okay. Um, if you're using a knife and fork and cutting your pasta, then seek professional help. Oh, it's like. What was that? Someone, when I lived in New York, there was like a politician that ate the fork, ate the pizza with a fork and a knife. Oh, yeah. It was the Jersey guy. I forget his name. Um, was it uh, uh, Booker? No, it was a Republican who rented out a beach when all the streets were closed. Oh, yeah, I forget, yeah, yeah. I, I forget his name. But yeah. no, you don't eat, you cannot eat pasta with a fork and a knife. Yeah, it's, it feels a little trashy to me. It feels yeah. like you're a, little, you're a little bit of a trash bag. No bueno. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, let me ask you this. Speaking of no bueno, I've been told this is no bueno. I don't do it anymore, but it is effective. Do you do the spaghetti wall test? I've never done that in my life. You've never done the spaghetti wall. Have you seen the spaghetti wall test? I don't think I've seen it IRL. I think I've seen it like on, on TV or okay. on like a cartoon. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's not an insult to me because I did used to do it that way because it was fun. Uh, I In my bachelor days when I made spaghetti, which I made a lot of, I would throw it at the wall. And for those of you who don't know, if you throw it at the wall, it sticks. That's supposed to mean your spaghetti's ready and you should uh, drain it. Um, I started doing that uh, in college, kept doing it until I met my wife. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you mm-hmm. throwing pasta at the wall. And I was like, cause that's how you tell it's done. And she's like, no, you should taste it. Yeah. You should just taste it. But it's stop fun. making such a mess. I'm not making a mess. I'm having fun. I'm being, I'm being silly and fun and whimsical. Kirk, she wants two kids, <laughs> not three. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck you. God damn it. <laughs> how many times have you heard that in your life? <laughs> many times, but not recording a podcast. So thank you for that. Ah. Oh, uh, All right, let's move into some questions. You mentioned lasagna. I want to bring it up first. Lasagna, Mm. overrated, underrated, properly rated. When you have a good piece of lasagna, Mm -hmm. it's like, why have I ever ordered anything else ever in my entire life? Okay, strong words. So I'm guessing you're saying properly rated. Or underrated. Under. Underrated. Uh, under. But okay. like a real piece of lasagna. Not some trash that you get a lot of trash lasagna. Like yeah, you this can. is a, I'm talking like a real good lasagna is mm-hmm. the bomb. Okay. It's overrated. All right. It's why because you're eating like Stouffer's, <laughs> like no. put it in the microwave. No, but fun fact, funny that you brought it up. As a kid, I ate a ton of Stouffer's lasagna. The reason why is because Stouffer's is located in Cleveland, Ohio. Ah. Yes. So I ate a lot of lasagna and a lot of French bread pizza from Stouffer's. Wow. I remember those French bread pizzas. Yeah. They were uh, a fire in your mouth. Yes. And they- Very uh, chewy. Very chewy, but still not bad. So yeah, so Stouffer's is is in my wheelhouse as a kid. I haven't had it in ages. Regardless of that Stouffer's lasagna, here's my take on lasagna. Two issues. One, the noodle's too wide. 
I don't need a wide noodle like that in my life. I don't want it. Secondly, hot take, ricotta cheese sucks. Oh my God. <laughs> don't I don't even, like I don't it. even want, I'm not even, fine. Fine. <laughs> fine. You're just like, Kirk, I don't give a fuck. Fine. I, listeners, I will let you scream at your car, however you're listening to this, I will let you scream right now about how wrong he is. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I would eat lasagna if we took out the ricotta cheese. I would eat it then. I would be what? okay with the, the thing is the ricotta cheese. I don't like ricotta cheese. But it's stuffed no shells are like another amazing Italian dish with the, ricotta cheese. If you take out the ricotta cheese, it's wonderful. Wow. That's I don't, so... Yeah. Bizarre. I love it, ricotta cheese. It, it it mucks up the system. You've already got the mozzarella cheese. Why do you need the ricotta cheese with it? Because mm, there's just like the consistency of it and it's got a totally different taste. Do you like cottage cheese? I mean, I'm not a mother in 1983, but I have All had right. cottage cheese. Yeah, it's go. okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> it's, it's tangy and mushy and it overpowers lasagna, which I just want the noodles, the meat, the mozzarella and the sauce. And then you've got a wonderful pasta dish uh, that's basically lasagna minus one thing. Okay. Okay, all right. All right. Fine, that's, let's, Fine. I guess we'll move on. We'll move on, fine, we'll move on. Ravioli, yay or nay? Or is I it love, fine? I love, love a ravioli. ravioli, I love a ravioli. Do you prefer a cheese ravioli or a meat ravioli? Ooh, uh, I can't really choose. I will say typically when there's a meat option, I usually go for it. Yeah. But even like a ravioli with some butter and sage and like even like a oh, pumpkin pumpkin. Situation, You're going seasonal. Yeah. I mean, I can get behind all raviolis. Okay. I like ravioli. Um, I don't love it, uh, especially if there's some sort of uh, cheese in there that we just talked about that I won't discuss because you're going to get mad at me. Uh, toasted ravioli, though. What do you think I on that? I don't know if I've had – I don't know if I could think of, like, a distinction between the two of them. I, If I'm remembering correctly, a toasted ravioli is like an app appetizer situation where it's mm. think of I oh god I don't want to compare it to this because you're going to trash it if you think of it as a fried mozzarella stick but it's a rav <laughs> god shut up it's a rav so, but it's ravioli so it's like fried but it's a ravioli so it's a pasta noodle and there's like a cheese or a meat in there and you dip it in I'm going to say look it sounds delicious definitely probably not my first choice in the ordering scenario yeah. mm -hmm. but if I ate it, I would be like, ooh, that's like a fun thing to eat. It's a, yeah, I agree. It's more of a fun little naughty appetizer thing. Yeah. Um, I think another good ravioli that I enjoy is if you have, if you put some uh, stuff with spinach. I love spinach ravioli. Yeah, spinach ravioli is great. Whether it be cheese or whether it be meat, it is a good one. Um, all right, tortellini. Thoughts on tortellini. By the way, we're doing a... In case you haven't noticed, we're going to talk pasta first, and then we're going to hit it with the sauces. But I want to hit pasta first. Okay. So we're going to be just talking pastas first, and then we'll go to sauces. Tortellini. Tortellini, another pasta that's super fun to eat. 
do you take it over ravioli? I think I would pick a ravioli over a tortellini, but there's something nice about the density of a tortellini. I thought you were going to say tortellini over ravioli simply because many times they refer to tortellini as like little pillows. And for some Mm -hmm. reason, I thought you would be, be into that. I love pillows. I just bought new pillows for my bed recently. Um, so I could see, I have so many pillows right now. Like it's actually, it's outrageous when I have to go to sleep, the process. So I understand. I understand you're picking up on my pillow energy, but yeah. here's the thing about tortellini. Like ravioli is a really fine, you could get even four bites out of a ravioli, right? Now, yeah, I can tor- see that. Yeah. Yeah, you could get a little hoo-ha, hoo-ha. Now, a tortellini, <laughs> it's very easy to make a tortellini that's too doughy. Yes. Harder to do that with a ravioli, so it's a safer choice. Ooh, these are all good, good, valid points. I would even add on, I think it's easier for tortellini to get mushy. Yes, and you could fit more in a ravioli of whatever the filling is. Yeah. So if that's the taste you're really excited about, you want to go for a ravioli that's truly, I mean, all of my pillows are shaped like ravioli. None of them are shaped like a tortellini. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got to, okay. I know this is a <laughs> You food brought po- it up. This is a food podcast. But I need to delve into your 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 pillow situation. Do you want to see all the pillows that I yes. have? Yes. Okay. You have you have big pillow energy. I'm guessing. Okay, so here's what happened. I moved okay. into a new place, and my friends are really good at decorating, and they were mm-hmm. like, "We need to like step up your pillow game." So, was your pillow game weak before you moved into the new place? It was kind of weak because I was like living with a boy who doesn't really care about pillows. Okay. So like I'm moving over to the um, the bed now. Here's this the is deal. Fantastic. My bed is not made because my dog was sleeping in it all day, so like I didn't get a chance. I don't want to wake him up. Mm-hmm. So we've got oh a my lot God. of pillows going One, on. One, two. Three, Three, four, four five, six. Six There's that I see. Four regular pillows, four like um, European sized or square yeah. pillows, and then a long body pillow. Okay, so it's five. So there's one, two, three, four. No, there's four. Four regular. Four, oh. There's eight. There's nine. Wait, you have nine pillows on your bed. Yeah. That's insanity it's insane oh my god it's insane i am so glad i know this about you now Mm -hmm. i mean you have a pillow addiction i it just happened like i went from four pillows to nine pillows overnight and I'll, I just, I'm just rolling with it. I'm just, I'm not sharing the bed with anyone right now. There's plenty of room. So I'm just going with it. But like, it's definitely, it got a little out of hand. It got way out of hand. I am so glad we've delved into the psyche of Lindsay and her pillows, even though this is a food podcast, because that was insanity. Yeah, I also got new sheets that are coming and a new throw blanket. You don't have a problem at all. You're fine. You're fine. We're doing what we can in this (laughs) pandemic, okay? If it makes you happy, you need to do it. Exactly. Just like eating pasta. Eat it now. Mm. We're suffering through 
the end of days, eat pasta. We've mm-hmm. just established buying pillows, eating pasta gives you the same result. Happiness. It does. And they yes. look alike. They look like raviolis. Very so. true. One mm-hmm. more topic on tortellini before we move on. I learned this as I gave the outline and did the outline. Tortellini technically is only supposed to be in a broth. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Traditionally in uh, Italy, tortellini is not eaten as a pasta dish. It's eaten as almost like a, a soup a dish. A soup. Yeah. Oh. Well, that makes more sense. And that probably takes care of like that chewy consistency that we were yeah. saying that it doesn't always have. That, that yeah. sometimes it has that we don't want. I agree. I agree. But the, I thought that was interesting. And it just mm. something you learn new every day. Okay. All right. What's your best pasta? Hit me with your best pasta. What's your go-to? Ooh, uh, if I'm like at a restaurant, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with like a spicy garlic. Just give me, just give me pasta. We're just doing oh, pasta. just that. Um, yeah, hit me with the pasta. Ooh, oh, it's so hard. Um, I'm gonna go with ah, like a. I'm gonna go with linguine because I'm feeling pressure. <laughs> no, that's a good that's a good choice. Linguini's great. I'm I, I dig a linguini. It's good. Uh, it's pretty uh, universal. Mine is rigatoni. I love rigatoni. I love rigatoni. I, I, they're just it's fun. It holds it's fun. it holds the sauce as well. It holds any sauce well. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like uh, a rigatoni. What is your worst pasta? There's got to be a worst pasta that you're like I'm not I'm not eating that. Yeah, it's like the little ones, like the, not, is it Orzo? Oh, shit, you called out Orzo. Yeah, I don't think that that's like really pasta. That feels more ricey to me. Interesting. Okay, we're going to talk a little about Orzo. This is going to go interesting when I bring that up later. It's Uh, really yummy and I like eating it. But if I'm going to pick a pasta, that would never be the pasta that I would like be craving. Okay. Wow. All right. Mine is angel hair. I love angel uh, hair. Angel hair is just, ugh. I love it. It gets all clogged up and mungy and like, mm. it's too thin. I love it. I love it. I love it. It doesn't hold the, it doesn't hold the sauce well. It's not a good sauce holder. It's so light and fun. It's not fun because it's just, it's too thin. Twirl it on that fork and have a different opinion. <laughs> with, with a spoon? Twirl it on the fork with a spoon? Yep. What, see now to me, what are you going to, I know we're not going to talk sauces, but I'm going to break from that. What sauce are you going to put angel hair in? Because it just doesn't hold any sauce as well. Garlicky, like buttery. Yeah. Um, spicy, garlicky, buttery. Yeah. <laughs> Parmesan. Mm-mm. All right. You go like light with an angel hair. You go yeah, clams. You go. I can like, see that. That makes mm-hmm, sense. I still mm-hmm. don't like it though. It's still. It's. It's. It's a lot of work. It's. It's just uh, to make it really well. I feel like only certain places can do it well, and it's just. It's a pain in the ass. Angel hair is a pain in the ass. Now, did you know this as well? Angel hair also only supposed to be in broth. I did not know that. I didn't know that either, which the traditional Italian way says it's supposed to be in broth. And I'm like, I don't want that in broth. 
I think it would be good, though, in broth if you did, like, a clam sauce kind of thing. That sounds nice. It sounds nice, but then it's, like, it's just, like, soup. I don't want angel hair soup. Just because it's broth, it doesn't need to be, like, a full thing of soup. It could be, like, a a more liquidy sauce. Think of it that way instead. Okay. I don't want that either. So you didn't prove your point for me. Okay. (laughs) Are you still mad about the lasagna thing? No, I'm just in the mood for it. Oh, wow. Go get some Stouffer's. Listen, I know some people in Cleveland. I can hook you up with some Stouffer's. Uh, The the lasagna, Stouffer's lasagna is so disgusting. Any... Lasagna that you heat up in the microwave is pretty disgusting. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Any any frozen pasta, pasta. dish is any still, pasta. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just I'm glad you brought that up because it's not on the outline. Frozen pasta dishes, don't do it, please. People. No, don't. There's so many other ways. Like if you did do a frozen meal, yeah. There's so many other things you could do. Don't do the pasta. It's never good. It's never good. I get that it's easy, but it's just as easy just to make pasta. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just jarred sauce and right. spaghetti, do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. No frozen. No frozen. All right. We're going to do a versus. Okay. Which one do you take? Farfalle or fusilli? Tell me the difference of the two. Farfalle, farfalla is uh, the, like the bow tie pasta. Oh, I love that. Okay. And or... uh, fusilli is uh, the like corkscrew. Like, uh, I know you're a Seinfeld, oh, I love Seinfeld fan, the Fusilli Jerry. Jerry Seinfeld made a Fusilli. I'm going to pick the Fusilli. I'm picking Fusilli too. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I like, I like both, but I'm going to go for the, I like anything that has like a corkscrew-y okay. kind of sitch. Interesting because for the farfalla, you were you were riding hard for that until I said fusilli. I love that too, but if I had to pick, I would pick. Yeah, I, I would pick uh, fusilli as well. Okay, I already know this, but I'm going to bring it up. But uh, penne versus orzo. Penne is pretty damn good. I'm going to take orzo. Penne to me is basic. It's wow. Be, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm calling you out. It's basic. Uh, it's a small, it's like a smaller rigatoni, so it's not as big and as fun, and there's nothing to it, and it's very smooth. Ah, and what would you do? Baked ziti is so good. Baked ziti is good. God damn it! Oof. You can't do that with any other noodle. That's true. Oh, baked ziti is really good. It's fun to eat too. It's fun yeah. to eat those. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, hang on a second. Let me rearrange. Yeah. But orzo's really good cold, like an orzo salad. Fine. But what are you, what are you, you shrugging off qu- orzo so much? Because you can eat a quinoa instead. You could eat rice instead. You could eat so many other things. You don't need orzo. Nobody needs orzo. Wow. I think the orzo family would disagree with you. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know if there's an orzo family. All right. You know what? I'm going Penny. You hit me. I'm going Great. Penny. Just just strictly for the big ziti. Ah, so good. Big ziti is so good. Unless you're a dumb person and and putting that awful cheese that shall remain nameless. I was going to say, isn't that dumb cheese in big ziti? Not that I've had. Not ricotta. I think there's some dumb cheese in that big ziti. I like that you're calling it dumb cheese, but I don't think it is. Let's let's ask Google because... 
Google ask, knows everything. Ask Google. Baked ziti recipe from simplyrecipes.com. It looks like it has wonderful pictures of it, though. Okay. It does have it. Not the kind I've had, though. There's one. <laughs> You'll love this. Okay. So it says it's not one cup of ricotta cheese. It's one heaping cup of ricotta cheese. Heaping. Yeah. Not just a cup. A heaping cup. They want heaping. a lot of ricotta cheese. They want it like oozing out, just Ugh, like spilling stop. all over the place. Uh, I mean, with any other cheese, I'm here for it, but not the ricotta. It's just, oh boy. No, no, no. Okay. Final, final pasta talk. Cold versus hot. Ooh, I always go for a hot, but cold pasta is super fun too. Cold pasta is super fun. Now, do you heat up leftover pasta? Yes. All the time? Yes. Really? You don't want to eat it cold once? No, because sometimes the consistency of the noodle gets kind of gross if it's not meant to be cold. Um, okay. So I think there's the heating actually like softens it up a little bit sometimes. So I do do always heat it up. So you're saying, what I'm hearing is that if you're going to do a cold pasta, it has to be purposefully made cold. Yeah. Like there's something about, you've had pasta that's like chewy or hard, right? Sure. So like there, I, I want to heat it up a little bit so it gets a little softer again. See, I worry that you heat it up, it gets mushy. Mm, I don't usually have that issue. Oh, so you're just better at heating up pasta than me? Maybe you're just heating it up for too long. I mean, I've I've been told that many times. Yeah. Maybe you're just like Kirk, you're heating it, it up too much. Yep. Yeah, too much. Too much. Yep. Too much, Kirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard that many, many times. <laughs> um, let's get into some sauces. Mm, the best okay. part. Okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Oh, before we get into some knee deep into the sauces. Butter and noodles. Would you eat that as an adult? Why? Yeah, sure. Would I mean, you? Yeah. If that's all I had in the house and I was like, well, I guess we're eating butter and noodles. I would feel like silly about it, but it would be delicious. What if it's like not the, it's not a situation where there's the only thing in the house. No, it would have to be like ironically like okay. delicious. Yeah. So you, in, as you're making this, you're in your head, you're commenting on it about how you can't believe you're eating butter. Yes. Butter yes. noodles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what about an adult eating butter noodles in a different situation? Would you be like, okay, this is an issue. How are we preparing it? Are we literally taking a stick of butter, melting it and pouring it over noodles? Or are we like making a sauce and some garlic and sauteing? Like, what are we doing yeah. here? You're, you're, you're wondering if you're zhuzhing it. You're zhuzhing it or are you just like dumping it on? Dumping. You're not zhuzhing. There's oh, no zhuzh. I would be like, what are you, a frat boy? Like, what is happening? Basically, yeah. yeah. You're basically, you're, 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 you're a man child and yeah. you need to stop. Yes. The only thing worse than that I would see is someone making noodles and then just throwing a pat of butter on it, not even melting it, and then just stirring it around until it's. I've done that. 
Then why are you talking shit about other people? Because I was like a child when I okay, did that. When you're, okay, you weren't, it wasn't yeah. like last week or something. No, that would be really weird. Yeah, I would think very, very poorly of you. Yeah. All right. This is going to be our poll for next week. So I want to hear your thoughts. You got to choose one. Meatballs or meat sauce? Ooh, meatballs. Y- yes, meatballs. Is it to me it's not even close. It's meatballs. If I had to choose between the two it's 100% meatballs like there's no question. Yes. If someone's giving meat sauce, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really want it, but a meatball, yes. Ooh. All right. Yes. Love a meatball. Love a meatball too. Okay, great. On the same page. For those of you out there who are interested, uh, look towards our Instagram yummy page where you'll see the poll Tuesday morning, or you can email us at foodfightthepodcast at gmod.com and let us know meatballs or meat sauce. We'll tell you the results next week. I'm going to 100% guess it's going to be meatballs. Me too. Yeah. 100%. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. But aside from meatballs and meat sauce... Spaghetti ali olio. What's that? That's like, think of it. It's not necessarily butter, but it's it's that traditional garlic. It's like sauteed mm. garlic and oil. And mm. uh, you can almost think of it as a white sauce. Here for it. Are you taking it over a red sauce? No, probably not. Oh, um, you're going to go red sauce over it. I'm typically lean red. Okay. Um, not uh, politically, but yes, with my <laughs> but, pastas, yes. sauces, yes. Um, so I typically lean red unless there's like a clam, if I'm going like seafood or shrimp. Yes, yes. Great point. Mm-hmm. Seafood pasta with red sauce sucks. Yeah, it's, I don't like that taste. It's, it's way, yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It needs to be an ali olio. It needs to be just a garlic, a butter yeah, sauce. Yeah, something fresh yeah. and light. A brown buttery. sauce. Yes, mm-hmm. agree. Also, shrimp and pasta, no. You don't, I don't like shrimp and pasta. Uh, I've had some really good shrimp and pastas. I'd be okay with it as a on the. I don't want my shrimp and pasta. Although other seafood and pasta I love. Something about shrimp and pasta just. Mm, I'm here for it. Really, I feel like it again. It makes the if you have a, a sauce that's a little heavy, it's gonna it's gonna mush up the shrimp. Then you don't you don't prepare it with the heavy sauce. You prepare I, it with the light sauce. I like my shrimpies firm. Mm, that's all so I'm good. saying. Um, speaking of. Seafood. Have you ever had squid ink pasta? Yes. That to me might be the best pasta I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it's really yummy. It's really, really yummy. Um, what kind of sauce did you have with that? It was a it was it was the squid ink, and then it was just basically a garlic. So it was garlic, yeah. squid ink, um, and then it actually had uh it was linguine. And it was uh, squid ink, and then it was actual sautéed squid. Mm, so it was all black. Yeah. But it was still garlicky and still seafoody. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. In fact, in our family, it's it's family lore because my daughter brings it up every time as just another thing that's embarrassing about me is we went and had this squid ink pasta at this restaurant in uh, – 
Gecko Park, and this place is now closed. But it was really good. It was like the best screening pasta I've ever had. And we're walking out of the restaurant, and I walk back in, and I went up to the uh, hostess. I was like, I just want you to know that that's the best squidding pasta I've ever had. It's fantastic. And my daughter gave me so much fucking shit. Really? She's like, why'd you go back? That's embarrassing. I think it's nice. Yeah, and I exactly. I was like, no, I, I was so happy about it that I wanted to go in and let them know. And I'm sure they were happy to hear that as well. And no, for even to this day, she's like, oh, God, that was so embarrassing. Wow. She'll grow out of that someday. She'll have a squidding pasta that's so good that she'll have to tell. And then her kids will be like, you're so embarrassing. Yeah. And then I'm going to be there and shove it in her dumb, stupid face. Exactly. Because that's what parenting is. Yep. It's the cycle of bullshit. <laughs> that's right. It happened to me. It's going to happen to you. Enjoy it. You can't escape it. Yep. This just turned dark. <laughs> All right. Have you ever heard of Pasta Primavera? Yes. What is Pasta Primavera? Pasta Primavera, fun fact, is actually just an American dish. It was invented. Uh, it's basically just spaghetti and veggies. Okay. Like sauteed with a yes. very, very light, like olive oil sauce. Yes. And you don't see it much anymore, but um, in the 80s, in like late 80s, early 90s, it became like a power lunch where it's like, if you were like, want to show that you're a boss, you're like, oh, I'll have the pasta primavera for lunch. It's so weird. Why? So weird. I don't know. It was one of those late 80s things, apparently. But you would see it in TV shows. Yeah. Like you'd see like power lunches and they're like, oh, yeah, I'll have the, I'll have the pasta primavera and a Perrier. I guess because it's fun to say. I, I think, well, the backstory is that pasta primavera started in a very tony, fancy New York celebrated restaurant. I don't know if it's there anymore. It's called Le Cirque. Yeah, it is there. Is it still there? I mean, it was there when I lived there. When you were there. Okay. So, yeah. and that place has been around since the 70s. And I think it was basically invented in like the late 70s. It's just a thing like to come up with and feed people. And everyone fucking loved it. And my guess is because Le Cirque was such a name, everyone's like, oh, I got to eat Pasta Primavera because it's the thing to eat at Le Cirque. And then other restaurants adopted it. And then it became this whole fucking fad. That's so weird. Well, again, 80s, cocaine, yeah. Yeah. Pasta Primavera. That's hilarious. It's a, it's, and you know what? Overrated. It's not great. No, it doesn't sound fun. It's not at all. It's literally just very plain pasta with almost, it's stir fried, but it's not stir fried with any flavor. Yeah. It doesn't sound like something I would order ever. Yeah. No, um, uh, it's, I'm pretty glad that it's gone away. You don't really see it that much, but I think, I also remember in like, by the early 90s, it was probably dying a bit, but I boarded it. Like if I was on a date, I'd be like, yeah, I'll have the pasta primavera. That's hilarious. Yeah, like I'm trying to impress my date. It's like, yeah, I'll have the pasta. And I didn't fucking want it. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I want any big vegetables in my pasta when I order it out. Like, I think I like it with like maybe some mushrooms or some onions or some garlic, but like, I don't, I don't think I order things that have like 
chunks of broccoli or carrots or zucchini. Like I'd rather have meats. Do you realize you've literally just described pasta primavera and have never had it? Those are the vegetables that go in it. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, the 80s were a weird time. But yeah, yeah. I would order it uh, in the, when I was like, yeah, my early 20s, I'd be like, yeah, I'll have pasta primavera. As if this woman I was on a date with was going to be like, oh, he ordered pasta primavera. Pa- power lunch. Power lunch. Power lunch. <laughs> Did it help? No. Kirk Power Lunch Pinchon right <laughs> there. Right. That, oh, if you see Pinchon in the restaurant, he's going to order the Primavera. Just watch. That's and really weird. I did. I well, that. you know, I had my time. Um, moving on. Carbonara. I'm going to guess you love carbonara. I do. Too creamy. Don't like it. I don't, like it. Don't you fig- feel it just kind of coats you? Yeah, I don't lean... Um, creamy when I usually order pastas because I like to like it fills you up too much but carbonara is also like has a kick to it right yeah it also has a little bit of the bacon in it which I guess would be helpful yeah I mean it's a fun it's a fun little treat but it is definitely like a heavier option yeah definitely uh similarly Alfredo here for it or no not into it. Oh, thank the fucking Lord. Alfredo yeah. sucks. Gross. Gross. Disgusting. Yes. Along those lines, also, fuck fettuccine. Not a great noodle. I like fettuccine. What else? What are you going it, to... It's... Fettuccine is like... It can't make up its mind. It's like, am I going to be a noodle? Am I going to be a little wide noodle? It can't make up its mind. So it's in that middle ground that is kind of bullshit. Okay. I don't I don't like that. And then you're I, adding Alfredo to it. It's Ugh. disgusting. It's hoe gross. Yeah, it's hoe gross. Yeah. Not here for it. Looked it up. There is no such thing as Alfredo sauce in Italy. Uh, that's not surprising to me yeah. in any way at all. Yes. So basically Italians are looking at Alfredo sauce and going, what? Yeah. yeah. They're like those fat, lazy <laughs> Americans took our beautiful, small, intricate pasta dishes and like made them so huge and creamy and gross and they just shovel it into their mouths. That's how they feel about us. Yeah. They also probably feel, hey, stupid Americans, what are they doing? Put ricotta cheese and lasagna. No, because they do that. Uh, I was hoping you would buy that. I they did. do that. All right. I tried. I tried. I thought maybe you'd get away with it. Um, pesto. Good, mm. great, or the best? The best. The best. Yes. The best. The best. Better than red sauce. No, I usually oh. go. I usually go with red, but I will say the cool thing about pesto is like if you have nothing to eat in your house and you need to whip something up, you could put pesto on anything and make yes. it delicious. It is so good. Yes. Pesto makes everything good. Mm, so I good. am saying pesto over red. Okay, pesto, I'm fine with that. I'm gonna I, go. I support that. Hmm. I would actually go in order. I would go pesto, ali olio, red. You would go. Wow. You would go red, red pesto, ali olio, butter, garlic sauce. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. But and I the, love all three. Yes, agree. All three are wonderful. It's just if you got to rank them, which is the purpose of the show, I'm going right. to definitely go pesto, ali olio, red. 
Okay. I grew up in a house where like we made sauce, you know? Did you, okay. I'm so glad you brought this up. Did you call it gravy? No. You didn't call it gravy. It was Never sauce. even heard of that until like a friend's family did it. Really? That's we like. We never called it that. Oh, that's interesting because I, friends in Cleveland and, and one of my good friends, uh, Italian American, he just by nature calls it gravy. I think it was like a regional thing. Like for some reason where we lived, like no one called it that. And then as I got older, I had, I heard that it was like, that's so weird. We never called it that ever. Maybe because Florida and maybe it's more a New England thing. I don't know. Cause my family's from New York and they never called it that. Huh. Interesting. Maybe they're bad Italians. Maybe. I mean, you know? I don't know them, but I, I don't use the term gravy, but I love the term gravy to describe pasta sauce. Yeah, it's weird to me. It still stands out a little bit to me. Oh, okay. Um, but you do, but your family, you 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 make you make your sauce. We always made like sauces. That was like a thing. And then my best friend had family dinner every Sunday with the sauce, cooking all day. So like I think the red sauce is also like nostalgic. Yeah, it's homey for you. Mm-hmm. That red sauce, uh, would you do meatballs? Would you do oh, sausage? Yeah. Meatballs, mostly meatballs, but I love a little mix of both. Okay. But if I had to pick, meatballs 100%. 100%. Not even yeah. close. Always yeah. taking meatballs over sausage mm-hmm. for a pasta. 100%. Okay. You brought up sauces. I want to bring this up. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about certain store-bought sauces. Do you... Or have you had store-bought sauces or any pasta you make? Are you making scratch sauce? Typically, me personally, because I don't cook that much, mm-hmm. I will buy a canned, not canned. Uh, most of the time, I will buy a jarred sauce and then I will add to it. Yes. Okay. Have you had ragu? I have had ragu. Thoughts on ragu? I don't buy ragu. When I was little, ragu was in my life. As yes. an adult, it's not in my life. Exactly how I am right now. Growing up, ragu was the shit. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Like addicted to just ragu sauce. Now, you know why? There's like a ton yes. of sugar in it. I learned that as like in my early 20s because I was telling someone about it. And she was like, oh, that's because there's just a ton of sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's true because you have it now and you're like, ooh. I can't yeah, even it's gross. swallow this. Yeah. But a lot, a lot of um, sauces have sugar in it. But there, are, if you, I like to look for ones that don't. And then I add like garlic, tomato yeah. sauce, like onions. I try to add to it. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good way to do it. But yeah, growing up, ragu was huge. Ragu, like original. There was like, oh, this, you're going to vomit. There was a ragu original and then there was a ragu meat. It was Ooh. like a, yeah, oh, it had yeah. Like meat I do in it. vaguely remember that. We never ate that though, with the meat. That was way creepy. Uh, we were way ragu. And then in the 80s, there was a big push for a new style of uh, sauce called Prego. I, I never liked Prego. Oh, Prego sucked. It's got that same taste as what we were mm. talking about with the lasagna, the heating up the lasagna. Yeah. There's something in Prego. It's like 
when you heat up the basil or something that's just really gross yeah yeah it was way off-putting and my mom got it once because she was like oh prego is this new thing and we had it we're like this sucks we want ragu gross yeah always here for the ragu always here for the ragu Mm -hmm. a couple more topics before we get to some tasting mac and cheese what are your thoughts i'm bringing the mac and cheese at the end I love it, but I don't know if I consider it to be like a pasta dish. No, I'm throwing it in there because then there's also mac and beef. Ugh. So that's basically macaroni, which is a pasta. It's a legit pasta. Yeah, but I don't see it in the same way. I don't see it as it either. I think it seems kind of lesser to me. Yeah. Um, maybe because we just ate it so much when we were children. It just like yeah. feels that way. But mac and cheese to me is like its own Subculture. It's its own entity. Yeah, yeah. It's like its own thing. What about mac and beef, which is basically mac and cheese without the cheese. You put in ground beef and tomato sauce. And like hamburger helper. Yeah, hamburger helper. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I would want that now. What if it's I'd rather have lasagna. I'd rather have lasagna if you took out the crappy ricotta. Sure. I mean, we're all, we all believe that. Would you eat, that was the biggest Tina Fey eye roll I've seen in my life. I don't even know what to say, honestly. I think if you tried lasagna without ricotta cheese, I'm not saying you'd be like- It would be delicious still. Thank you, there you go. But like the cheese is also delicious. You have mozzarella cheese to enjoy. You don't need I, so, you don't need a second cheese. Do we need to talk about cheese again? <laughs> do we need to do we a cheese We know how I two? feel about cheese. Okay, I feel like you're mixing two cheeses together that don't need to be mixed into a pasta. Mm, cheese together. Mm. <laughs> cheese. That's your. That's the name of your self help book. Cheese together, together cheese. Yes. Would you eat mac and beef? If it was like a casserole with like cheese on top of it. Would you eat it in a car? Would you eat it? Um, would you eat it in a bar? Yeah, in a bar. Yeah, I would eat it as if I was eating like garbage food, like drunk garbage food. Okay. 100%. It would be it, delicious if I wasn't making good choices. Okay. Okay. Is mac and beef trashier than fried mozzarella same same oh come on mac and mac and beef is is trashier come on no it's the same you're just saying that to get my goat let's do a poll on that too all right we'll do a second poll (laughs) foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com mac and beef versus fried mozzarella sticks what's trashier what's trashier and guaranteed mac and beef is going to win that one. Mac and beef I is say trashier. same. Okay. Well, you say wrong. But speaking of trash, mm. let's talk a little bit as our final topic about Chef Boyardee. Interesting. Yes. Chef Boyardee, have you had it? Yes. As a kid, what did you have? Probably just... The raviolis. Okay. All right. Um, did you ever have beefaroni? I think even at that age, I knew that was gross. At, at, at that age, you were sophisticated, Lindsay, and been like, I'm better than this. I think 
anything called beefaroni, <laughs> I was staying far away from. Okay, even at a young age. Yeah. You're classy. But I remember the ravioli. I remember eating the ravioli. Okay. Do you remember roller coasters? Like roller coaster roller coasters? <laughs> the, no. This isn't a roller coaster podcast. No, the food. They, they, Chef Boyardee made a roller coaster pasta. No. Okay. I'm going to set the mood for you. As okay. a kid, it was fucking great. Now it's barfarific. But at the time... It was, of course, in a can, and it was pasta that was kind of like wavy, like a roller coaster. Okay. Tomato sauce and little tiny meatballs. I never had that. Really? No. Oh, I wonder if they stopped making it by the time you were a kid. I'm having like a meatball like recall though, but maybe it was SpaghettiOs with meatballs. Was that a thing? You cannot talk shit about beefaroni after saying you've eaten SpaghettiOs because that's I'm not, trash. I'm saying as an adult, beefaroni is trash. But was there like a SpaghettiOs with meatballs? I believe so. I believe so. That's the only thing I think I had with like the meatballs. Okay. SpaghettiOs are disgusting. It's so gross. So, so gross. I mean, what was happening? Yeah. But roller coasters, oh boy. I would lose my mind over these things. And I, you know, just can't even imagine why I would even now. Yeah, it's gross. It's gross. But I want to talk a little bit more about Chef Boyardee because it's fascinating. And I'm going to read you a little history that I found about Chef Boyardee. Okay. Etoire... Boyardee, except he, the traditional spelling is B-O-I-A-R-D-I, arrived at Ellis Island from Italy in 1914 at the age of 16 and earned his keep as a chef in New York City before moving to Cleveland 12 years later. Wait, my mind is... My mind just got blown like five times during... (laughs) That one sentence? Yes, I... Would have never have imagined this was A, a real person. B, they came over to Ellis Island. C, he moved to Cleveland. Yeah. Chef Boyardee started in Cleveland. That's where the brand started. Wow. Yes. That's why I'm so happy. Yeah. So Boyardee, his name is pronounced like you see it, B-O-Y-A-R-D-E-E. He he changed it that way in marketing so people would be easier to, for them yeah. to read. So it was a real guy. Uh, came over on Ellis Island, went to New York, moved to Cleveland, opened up a restaurant on East 9th Street and Woodland Avenue, which is in downtown. And the sauce he made became so popular that he and his brothers eventually opened up a factory. Wow. To manufacture it and sell it under the name. And, and he helped with food rations in World War II. And then he sold the brand after the war, but stayed on as a spokesperson uh, in the commercials. That's incredible. Yeah. Lived in uh, Northeast Ohio, which is the Cleveland area, uh, and passed away in 1985. So our childhood pasta, which we loved as a child and hate now, rightfully so, started in Cleveland. Wow. But he, yeah. here's the thing, though. Like, it was probably good. And then, At one point, yeah. And then he sold it to some American bullshit company <laughs> that canned it and mass produced it and made it garbage trash. 
Yes, more than likely. That is probably the case. Yeah, like his ancestors are probably like ashamed to be even be called the Boyardees because like not his ancestors, like his family now is they probably mm. changed their name because they're so embarrassed that that's like <laughs> the sauce because of what they did to the sauce. Probably. I mean, I'm sure over the years, because it's not his brand, you know, the brand got sold and it's yeah. a conglomerate and stuff like that. But yeah. Wow. But originally, got its start in Cleveland. So we have That's Cleveland amazing. We have Cleveland to thank for something. Wow. Yeah, I know. A little, just a little taste of our childhood and pasta and things we grew up on all started in Cleveland, proving that Cleveland rocks. All right, now it's time for How's It Taste? How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since the taste is going to be at a point. Now it's time for How's It Taste? This is the part of the show where we surprise each other with a food based on the theme of today's show to see if we like it. Since today's episode is all about pasta, that's what we'll be trying. Though, unfortunately, because of social distancing, the only surprise is what we got to eat for ourselves. If you don't mind, I'm going to go first. Yeah. Because I'm hungry. Great. And I have leftover pasta that we made last night. It is homemade pesto pasta. Mm. Fusilli. Nice. We did homemade pesto uh, fusilli with grilled chicken and uh, tomatoes. That sounds amazing. It's and really are you, good. Are you eating it cold? Of course I'm eating it cold because I'm classy. Wow. Why would I heat why would you heat this up if it's this good? I mean, cold pesto. Cold pesto is, is totally the best. Yeah. I mean, it almost to me in my mind, pesto should be eaten cold. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. firmly believe it. Of course I'll eat it warm, but pesto cold is the best. This is homemade pesto. I didn't make it. Full disclosure. Your wife made it. My wife made it. I mean, What's I did. In grill, it? I grilled the chicken. Mm. That counts, right? Yeah, totally. But yeah, this is just a, a traditional pesto because she was dis, she was dissatisfied with certain um, grocery store pestos that shall remain nameless. So yeah. she made it herself. Okay. And I'm eating it now, and it's making me very happy. I would never, ever heat up a pesto pasta. I, I normally wouldn't eat the it. recipe. I would normally wouldn't, oh, I'll have it and send it to you. Yeah. I want to make Absolutely. my own pesto. So when you ate it last night, did you eat it hot or cold? I ate it hot. Okay. And now you're eating it cold. But this is a leftover, yes, because leftovers, as we've established that you agree with, leftovers should be eaten cold. That's my opinion and Lindsay's opinion as well. Don't go back and listen to what we said beforehand because it's going to get all weird and, and it won't does make sense. Does your whole does. family eat leftovers cold or does anyone no, else eat them up? No, they hate it. Just me. Oh, okay. So it's just you. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, interesting. That makes sense. Yeah. Got it. Nope. Got it. Got it. It's got just it. me. If this were a red sauce, I would I would eat it cold as well. Wow. That Okay. Because I, I like red sauce. I won't even mix my red sauce. Like if I'm going to put it away, I will put the pasta away alone and the sauce alone because I don't like the mix yeah. heated up. 
That makes a lot of sense if you're heating it up. I think if mm-hmm. you're eating it cold, like me, who's awesome, it 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 doesn't matter. On um, that same subject, I don't of like me being when, awesome. No, of the oh. sauce mix. Oh, sorry. I like having a bowl of pasta and then pouring a sauce on top, and then I go in and like eat it how I want. I don't like when it's all mixed. You mean at like a restaurant? No, like when I make it at home, I yeah. don't like like a gross, mixy, mushy. I like like pasta in a bowl, pour the sauce over, then eat it. As opposed to what? Mixing it all together. Like pouring the sauce oh, with the giant thing of pasta, okay. mixing it all okay. together. Okay. When it's in your bowl and you're about to eat it, do you mix it up or you just keep it I on top? I mix it. I okay. mix it like to the ratio that I want, but okay. I don't like the, f- the whole sauce goes into the whole pasta. I see. Okay. Yeah. It weirds me out. Are you a, are you a light sauce person or a heavy sauce person? I'm a heavy sauce person. So it's Ooh. like, yeah, I like a lot of sauce. That's interesting. I thought you would be a light sauce person. No, I love the sauce. Love the sauce. You have so many levels. I, I have a lot of levels. You know, I love I love a heavy sauce. Oh my god. We have issues at home with this because my wife likes the light sauce, but uh my daughter and I like it heavy. We're always like, it's a little light. She's like, Well, that's how it's gonna be. Well, you should do it like I'm saying. She should make the pasta, make the sauce, and then you guys pick your ratio. That's a good idea. For one brief second, I thought you were talking about you have picking a, bowl a different. Of, <laughs> I thought you meant picking a different wife. I was like, you should pick a different thing. No, 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 ride or die. Um, I thought you were talking about you have a bowl of pasta and a bowl of sauce, and you're taking your pasta and dipping it in the bowl of sauce no, and then eating it like ramen. That's crazy. I wasn't going to put it past you. I make the pasta. I yeah. make the sauce okay. and then when I'm ready to eat, I put the pasta in a bowl and then I take the sauce that I want for that, for that, um, amount of pasta. I don't just like pour the two okay. together. I get what you're saying, but you mm-hmm. are still mixing it. It still is mixed. You're just not yeah, doing the whole thing. but it's not dish. fully mixed. The whole, the whole thing isn't fully mixed. So it's like okay. if you make too much pasta and not enough sauce then you have like this weird mishmash, it's like not a good ratio. Okay. All right. So speaking of, yeah. I made, I went, I did something crazy. Oh my God, please. I'm going to continue eating while you Yes, speak. eat. So I bought chickpea pasta. You're so LA. Okay. And it's the, the brand is called Bonza, the B-A-N-Z-A. Mm-hmm. And it's, Cavatappi pasta, which is like a little S, like little squiggle, like a corkscrew. Oh, I kind of know that. Yeah. Okay. So, so the pasta looks like that. Oh, it almost looks like fusilli a little bit, but not really. Oh, like it's a, a little, little different. Squiggle. It's like a little like. Yeah. So when I first made it and I ate it, which I'm going to eat it now with nothing on it. Because you want to taste like the actual chickpea pasta to see, like, does it taste like pasta? Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Good. But I will say this, because I, I, like, chewed it, like, I'm eating it now, and it's just, like, 
It's really like, it's got a weird taste. It's got a really weird taste. But when you put the sauce on it and you make it cute and you put some cheese on it, mm-hmm. it really tastes good. And it's not just like drowning it in sauce. Like mm-hmm. there's something about when you put something on it, it totally works. And it's, it's a um, substitute. And basically it has twice the amount of protein as regular pasta. It has more than twice the amount of fiber. So then your net carbs are like almost half mm-hmm. if, uh, as if you were eating regular pasta. Um, it's vegan as well. And I just wanted to try it and see if it was good. And it cooks really fast. Oh, I would imagine. Yeah. It cooks in like five minutes. Like it's mm-hmm. super, super, super fast. So I made a sauce with, um, just things I had around the house. So I had like, a can of tomato sauce and then regular tomato sauce. So I did that with some garlic, some um, sausage, like spicy sausage. And mm-hmm. then I did put crazy because my broccoli was going bad. I threw some broccoli in there just so mm-hmm. that didn't go to waste. And it's really good with the sauce. But plain, if you buy it, like don't. Throw it away after you try it without any sauce. Put some sauce on it. It's really good. It's Bonza. B-A-N-Z-A. Interesting. And you need to, so you need to zhuzh it up a lot. Alternative pastas, a lot of them are like straight up bullshit. And you're like, ugh. So it's interesting to know that that's actually worth experimenting with. Yeah, I think it's worth it. It's made out of chickpeas, tapioca, pea protein. I think it's the pea protein Always that the has pea protein. that weird taste. I think yes. that that's the problem. But that somehow goes away when you um, put some other things in it. But you know what else is really good? Uh, the quinoa pasta from Trader Joe's is not bad. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's another recommendation, too, if you're trying to go alternative. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. I mean, at this point in my life, I'm just like, I'm either going to eat pasta or I'm just not going to eat it. Right. right. I'm kind of like... If I want to eat pasta, I'm going to eat pasta. If I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have pasta, then I'm just like, fuck it, I'm not going to eat pick, it. Yeah, you're going to pick something else. I'm, I'm, I'm going to either or it because I, I just can't. But that is very interesting. I was surprised. I thought that was going to be way worse than uh, than you said because you're just like, oh, boy. that the, the, the description of what it is, you're just like, oh, that just sounds annoying. Yeah, for some reason it was okay with sauce. I don't know. It's weird. Is it but a get again? I would get it again. Okay. Yeah, I would get it again. I think it's a really good substitute if you judge it. And um, it's a lot. It just makes you feel like you're eating a lot of protein and fiber. And it seems pretty good. Oh, all right. Maybe I'll check yeah. it out. That sounds good. All right. Now it's time for What You Eating. What You Eating. We're going to close out the show as we do every show with a food recommendation. Anything you are currently obsessing over or can recommend based on today's theme You already just gave us a great recommendation, but you have a second one. I do. This is very location specific, but if anyone lives in LA and you need to take a little, like a little, um, road trip, go to Long Beach. There is this amazing restaurant called Ellie's, E-L-L-I-E-S. And they do some amazing, amazing pasta dishes. So good. When I moved to Long Beach, there's really not a lot of good food in Long Beach. This restaurant is the best pasta I've had in LA altogether. Wow. 
highly, highly recommend it. It's about two blocks from the beach too. So you could just like do a little beach, have some alleys, really great wine list. Very, very good. Nice. Very good. I'm going to give one in addition because you made me think of it to my other recommendation. But have you ever had pasta sisters in LA? No. Oh, it's probably along those same lines. Pasta sisters is amazing. Once we are out of this hell called COVID-19. Pasta Sisters, highly recommend it. It's in Culver City, uh, lines out the door. It's basically you go in and order your pasta and your sauce, but the pasta is made fresh like throughout the day, all mm. day. It's always fresh. So the dish you're getting, it's getting made now and boiled now and, and plated now like immediately. Mm, so that some of the good. freshest pasta I, you'll ever have. It's in Culver City. There's actually two in Culver City. Highly recommend it. My uh, main recommendation is a general recommendation, and that's this. Add a fried egg sunny side up to leftover pasta. Wow. Really good. Now, this is going to sound weird coming for me. You would not eat that pasta cold. You would obviously heat up that pasta. Yeah. But... If you have some leftover spaghetti, just like even if it's just simple red sauce spaghetti, throw, heat it up, throw a fried egg on it. You can have it for breakfast. You can have it for lunch you can have it for dinner. It just makes it a whole new dish and makes it very, very special. Wow. That sounds really good, actually, especially yeah. if, you, if it's like an olive oil. Oh, yeah. Garlic. That sounds really yummy. Yeah. The thing is, you can because it's just a fried egg. It can be with any sauce. It can yeah. be with a pesto. It can be with a red sauce. You're right. It could, yeah, it really can. What did you say? I said you're uh, <laughs> I, you have something on your face. So <laughs> oh, OK. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I'm going to uh, savor the you're right. I'm going to cut it out of the podcast and make it a soundbite from now on. <laughs> and the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go back in this podcast and say, oh, God, ricotta cheese sucks. And you're just going to hear, you're right. No. <laughs> yes. Boo. Hit us up about ricotta cheese as well. Foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com. Ricotta cheese. Is it worth it? The answer is no. Isn't that right? That's right. See? Boo. You've booed me so many times on this show. <laughs> it's mostly. I can't help it. You're, you have a very booable face. <laughs> you just summed up every relationship I've had <laughs> with every human being on the face of the earth. And that's our show. You can find Food Fight anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you like our show, please subscribe, please share, please tell your friends, and please leave us a review. Whether you use Apple Podcasts to listen to us or you don't, but you do have an Apple ID and it's convenient for you to do so, please go give us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like even more food content, go ahead and follow us on our Yummy page on Facebook as well as Yummy on Instagram where we'll be doing all those polls. And if you have a question, comment, or just want to tell us how bad ricotta cheese is, send us an email at foodfightthepodcast at gmail.com and we'll read it on the air. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.